A dad I know sent me a message this week. He sent it to me and another dad, and it was a really simple one. It was a question. How are you doing? It's a question that maybe we aren't asking ourselves or maybe an answer we want to avoid. And yet it's probably a good question to ask. So today that dad and the other dad and I are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how we're doing. Becoming better parents, partners, and people. This is the Positively Dad Podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is James Shaw. I'm the host of Positively Dad. My wife, Terry, and I are the proud parents of a second grade, eight-year-old girl. Her name is Naomi. And I started Positively Dad last year to be a resource to dads. And that's what I think we've been doing here over the last few weeks as we've shifted our focus entirely to really helping all of us get through these interesting once in a multi-generation time that we're in as as our lives have been thrown up in the air our kids are home we're working from home everything's closed and, and it's just a new normal for now we do two episodes every single week uh, we do a, on monday a, a more traditional episode where i talk with an expert about something that's going to help us get better and we've done four or five episodes on helping our families uh, get through everything that's going on right now a ton of great resources for you that are going to help you if you're homeschooling or balancing different things how do you explain what's going on to your kids how do you help them cope We've done so many episodes on that, so you might go back and listen. And then on Thursdays, I do what I call a dad talk episode. That's where I just get a dad to come on and talk with me about being a dad. Today, I'm really excited because I'm going to have uh, my two favorite dads on the show, Scott Stevens and Robert Eaton. And, and the three of us talk all the time. This is we're, we're a group of dads who hang out together. Our families hang out together. Well, well, they did hang out together. Right now, we're virtually hanging out together. And we talk frequently every day. You probably have a group of dads just like that. And I, to tell you the truth, I don't know what my life would be like without these two men in it. We, uh, again, check in all the time and, and are talking about a lot of stuff. And quite frankly, all we've talked about for the last month is everything COVID because there's, there's no raise games to talk about. There's no lightning games to talk about. There's none of that going on. And so we're talking about how we're helping our families be able to get through. Well, a few days ago, Scott sent a message to Robert and me, and it, and it said something really simple. He said, boys, I feel bad. I haven't asked this before, but how are you doing professionally, as a husband, as a father, as a professional? And that opened up a conversation that we needed to have, and I'm, I'm thankful Scott asked the question. And, and so today, the three of us are going to have that conversation with you. So I'm excited to welcome these two guys on. Scott and Robert, thanks so much for being on Positively Dad. I'm so glad to be here, man. This is great. It's great to be here, James. Thanks for asking us to be yeah, here. Yeah, my, my pleasure. So happy to have you. So Robert, I want to start with you uh, just so that we can tell everybody a little bit about your family. Yeah, uh, my name is Robert. I live here in the, the Safety Harbor, uh, Clearwater area, close to James and, uh, and Scott. And we've got a family of four. My uh, amazing wife, Tiffany, and our six and four-year-old, uh, Penelope and Oliver, about to turn seven and five at the end of May. And who knows, they might have a quarantine birthday party or something. It might look a little different this year. Yeah, I'm not throwing any, I'm not, uh, nothing's off the table right now, you know. We'll, we'll see. Scott, tell us about your family. Uh, yeah, I, um, I'm a dad and husband. Uh, we have a family of five, amazing wife, Kelsey. Um, and I have three kids, seven, five, and two. And speaking of those birthdays, we may have two birthdays under this quarantine. We have an April birthday and a June birthday. 
It's move. wild what's going on right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. crazy. Scott, you sent a message today to the three, to the two of us, right? To the group of three that just said, you know, how are you doing? Is just how's everybody doing? And the conversation we had back and forth on that, I thought, you know, we need to talk about this as a group of dads to other dads, and um, because you know, it's it's tough and it's a struggle, and we also have stuff around us for all three of our families that maybe make it easier than others. And yet our experience is still our experience. So I just want to open with the question, Scott, that you asked us. And, any, and either one of you can go first. How are things going at your house? Yeah, um, so I'll address the question. I, I asked you guys, you know, how are you doing as, as fathers and, and as husbands and, and with your work? Um, kind of spurred on from our, our listening to your podcast. Um, you know, our family in spe- specifically... Um, you know, both my wife and I are um, now working at home, so we still have jobs, you know, thankfully, and, and navigating that world of, of home, at working at home, um, trying to get the kids, two of my, two of my kids through school, and uh, still get our jobs done um, while we're, we're all stuck in the house, which you can tell um, any, any father with young kids knows that um, after a while, they're ready to they're ready to move so we you know we're we're navigating just like everyone else robert yeah it's and it's it's something something similar here at the uh at the eaton household um we've tried to kind of do the best we can with the situation uh we think it's the safest thing to do to kind of quarantine in place or, or isolate in place here and uh so we're spending every hour of the day with each other. Um, and we still try to keep kind of school days as school days and weekends as weekends and try to make those kind of distinctions meaningful. Um, on school days, you know, we've set up a, we've set up a routine of a number of hours of, of school-like work in the morning. Uh, and here by, by we, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and give uh, 100% credit to my wife who has really kind of implemented all of this. She's uh, also, uh, you know, an educator and, um, you know, fortunate to have, incredibly fortunate to have her here. Um, and, and we do try to kind of keep those distinctions, uh, you know, between school and, and weekend and, and after, after school or after work. And uh, we've, been, we've, we've built in some things that we wouldn't normally, right? Normally, I would have a half hour or 45 minute commute to and from work. And in that time, I've you know, I've, I've moved to doing some other things. So in the morning, because I know that my wife is facing, you know, nine hours with the two things she loves the most in the world, but the two things that are able to, you know, to probably drive her the most insane at times. Um, I know that she's, I know that she's looking at all of those times. Uh, and so I try to take the children away and give, give my wife some time to, to breathe in the morning. And, and I get my time in with the kids and, you know, we go support a local business and get some takeout breakfast or, or whatnot. Um, yeah, so we're on the weekends, you know, again, we kind of, kind of hand off the kids and we also try to, frankly, try to spend some time together. Um, you know, it's important to remember that, you know, you still need to spend time. I still need to spend, you know, quality time with, with my wife. Um, so watching shows or reading books together, et cetera. It's one of these things that the same in our house and the credit goes to Terry because she's, you know, while she's working, she's also helping 
um, you know, run the school day that's online now while I'm in my office talking to all these other people all day long. And so I, I think that um, it's definitely different. And I also feel like, though, like while it's stressful and, and a bit annoying at times, I, I have this feeling that we might look back on this a year from now and actually appreciate the time that we had, like walking down to have breakfast every morning. Like, when would you have that opportunity to come without something like this? And Scott, having, you know, all the kids around during the day and I get it stressful and we might actually look back and like it. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm curious about for the for all of us, I guess, just the biggest challenge that you've experienced. And I, I do want to set it up that we, you know, nobody in our family is sick and we all are, are lucky that we've got plenty of room to spread out, all three of us, and we've got plenty of resources to help us and, and things available to us. And yet it doesn't make our experience, you know, better or worse. It just is our experience. So I'm curious about what challenges you might be experiencing. Scott, you want to start off? Sure. Um, you know, for our, our situation, I mean, just like you both said, you know, my wife, Kelsey, has done an amazing job. Um, stepping up. This is actually her busy time of year um, for her personal work. And we've, we've both had to pick up our work and bring it to our house. Um, while you guys, everyone's sharing the same story of working and trying to get our kids through um, the, the time of schooling. I think our biggest struggle, and, and I'll speak to myself, my biggest struggle has just been with the change and everything. The, the, now I'm working at home, I'm trying to get the kids through. And I mentioned this in one of our conversations um, this week that I found myself early on in the process being stressed personally and projecting some of that stress on my kids. Um, and I came to the realization this week um, with some nudges from, from my wife that, you know, I'm projecting my stress on, on others in the house. And um, I've, I've caught myself where I was like, you know, I'm getting upset and it's not their fault. Um, we're having this incredible time together where we have more time and we're doing those walks like you talked about and getting out of the house, um, you know, in, in, in the neighborhood, taking walks, walking up. Um, we have a big, big church behind our house that has a big parking lot. We're able to walk and I, I was, I was there today helping the kids learn to ride their bikes. So those opportunities are, are awesome. Yeah, it, it's totally great. And it also doesn't make it less stressful. You know, I, it's it's like we're getting the good and the bad at the same time. Robert, what do you think? I mean, it's the Masters is probably not going to happen. So I guess that's my biggest thing. Um, <laughs> the golf tournament, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, of course. And um, I, I think you can actually – I actually heard that you could still golf, right? Because golf is pretty isolated. It's a pretty isolated game. I heard of somebody still going to a golf course last week, uh, which is insane. And I'm, I'm a terrible golfer just for so – your, so your listeners have it straight. I don't want anybody to be confused. Um, you know, it it is – it can be pretty stressful here when, uh, you know, when tempers rise, uh, you know, I can hear them between – you know, my wife and my kids, these are very natural things, right? When you're uh, isolated with other people for, uh, you know, nine hours a day. Um, and I can, I can hear that. And it, you know, it kind of makes, it kind of makes me tense. Um, and I have to, and I'm, I'm also kind of going through and, and trying to do the, the regular work that I'm doing. Um, there's a, there's a tenseness. I'm in uh, kind of financial services. And so, 
there's a, a pretty big shift to the way that I do my work and uh, you know maybe similar to, to some of you all or your significant others it's um you know we've had to really make sure that uh, you know, the people on my team, you know, I make a lot of contact with them and, and make sure that they know that I'm, you know, there, even though I'm not physically there and we're not, you know, together in the office for eight hours a day, that that I, I'm still, you know, I'm in tune with, with how they're doing their work and I want them to succeed and I need them to, you know, feel um, some sort of safety and security that they wouldn't be able to get if I were there and could just kind of swing by their desk, you know. Uh, I don't have that opportunity right now. So sometimes I, I swing by their virtual desk or I drop them a note or I, uh, you know, I say hi. But, you know, these are these are all sorts of things that are uh, that are different than we've we've used to we used to do. Um, so it's a matter of learning those new behaviors and those new skills that that takes time. And I, it takes time, you know, it takes time away from the work that I would have been doing otherwise. So it's an adjustment. Um, and like I mentioned, it, at times it can be uh, stressful. Um, yeah, we're 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 making the most of it. Uh, as Mr. As uh, Scott said, I uh, I had I'm I'm also working on on training train taking those training wheels off of the bikes. Uh, so I had one success, and we might have another one coming up. We'll see. And mine has absolutely no desire to get on it whatsoever. I said Naomi Penelope learned how to do it in like an hour. I know you can do it too. Maybe now that she knows that Nolan and JoJo, uh, Mr. Scott, are learning to ride a bike, maybe that'll change her mind. Who knows? We'll find out. The, the thing I've been uh, fascinated by is is exactly what you just said, Robert, which is we're all figuring stuff out. We're all learning stuff new. The way you're running your business is new. Scott, your way you're running what you do is new. Same for me. My wife is even her world, even though she works from home, is different. Kelsey's obviously, Scott, her, her world's very different. Tiffany's world's different. I mean, it's all different. And our kids' world is different. And it seems like to me, just based on my experience, that the one who's rolling with it the easiest and the least amount of stress is the kid. Is that the case in your house? I mean, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead Scott. Okay. Um, you know, so just for your listeners, I, I work in education. Um, I'm an assistant principal. So um, I often get to see kids persevere. And I, I tell parents all the time that the kids um, have a lot of perseverance. And I agree 100% with your statement. The ones who seem to be rolling with the punches and, and kind of navigating through this the easiest are the kids. Um, you know, they, they don't understand that everything got changed. Um, my personal kids have, have been, um, have handled it really well, considering that everything that, that they're normal has completely changed. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. The, the kids are, are resilient and, um, you know, I, I, I learn a lot from my kids right now. Yeah, no kidding. Same here. Yeah, I, I, I see the same thing. Um, we had a pretty early, uh, we had a pretty big setback early on and that was we had a, we had a really fun spring break trip planned and uh, it was as, as much I was disappointed as I was my kids that I had to say, we, we can't do this. We can't get on this plane there's a chance that we wouldn't be able to come back from California in it towards the end of March, right? That's a bad thing. I don't want to drive back on I-10 the whole way from California. Um, I mean, that would also be quite a story. Um, it would. The, uh, and so, so outside of that disappointment, which is very real, but was also like my disappointment. I was very upset about that too, because I was looking forward to it. 
you know, they sort of, we, we talked about it and we realized this is really some, something that, that everybody's going through. It's not just our family, right? It's all of their friends too. All of their friends are experiencing the same thing. They have to be in their home and, you know, learn from their parents and, and maybe do some of the virtual schooling that I think a lot of, a lot of schools have set up, uh, our, our kids' school has. Yeah, they're very resilient. You know, this is, this is new for them, um, but they, you know, they, they're, they're little sponges uh, for experience and for knowledge, and they're, they're doing just fine. Robert, you brought up earlier that you are working hard just to make sure that you and Tiffany have some time too. I mean, this is uh, there's a lot going on. Worlds are changed, and yet staying connected to our partner is really important. I'm curious about what you're doing, Scott. I want to hear what you and Kelsey are doing, keeping in mind that this is a super busy time for Kelsey as well. So, Robert, start us off. How are you and Tiffany really staying connected? I mean, mostly watching Tiger King, James. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot more than that. That was only two nights, and uh, we got we got through that with some wine. It's, I mean, for all of your listeners, it's based in Tampa. We're looking at the names of the streets around us. It's pretty ridiculous, and the whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah, it uh, is. Uh, so outside of that, first of all, there's like kind of the common bonding from the external. Uh, the external threat, right? The coronavirus. We're we're sitting there. We're deciding as the heads of our family. You know what is the what is the way that our family is going to approach this uh, this external kind of threat? And you know it, the threat's not really great for my family, thankfully. Uh, but what's the right thing to do? There's a lot of tactical decisions I think we all have to make, right? We have to say, you know, do we? How, how much do we stay away from other people? These are conversations that happen. These are hours of conversations that happen. And, and there's a bonding there, right? There's a bonding when you have to go through this pressure with somebody you love and with this family that you're, you know, that you're kind of managing. And uh, so th that's one way. You know, we talk about, we talk about the situation daily. Uh, we talk about what the best thing to do is. Um, you know, outside of that, we really do try to, try to get, get into a routine and make sure that, you know, we're not, we're not stretching ourselves too thin, either staying up too late or, you know, not getting enough sleep, that kind of thing. Um, another thing that we've started doing is uh, the last, I mean, two nights out of the last week, uh, we had virtual hangouts with friends that live in other states. We could have been doing this for years. Like we could have done this the whole time. And we just did it now because, uh, you know, we've, uh, society has become a lot more accepting of like this is a perfectly reasonable way to have spend your evening is to chat with somebody virtually through video conferencing. We had two of these for for many hours each, and it's just like it was really it was really meaningful and really um, engaging and fun. And we caught up with we caught up with friends that we hadn't talked to in, in such a long time. So uh, there's a lot of ways that that you can you know kind of bond with your own significant other, uh, you know, also with other people who are outside of your household. We're just trying to make sure that we set up those times and really get that done. That's great. Terry and I, we've had a standing date night every week for quite some time. And obviously that's gone. So we have uh, started doing, you know, trivia, which Scott, you and Kelsey have been. And I think Kelsey might come kicking and screaming and yet she's been there. And, um, and, and it's just nice, like you say, Robert, to connect with people and still keep some kind of routine, even if it's a, a different one. Scott, what about you and Kelsey? How are you two really staying connected? Because you got a lot going on. You got three kids, busy jobs, lots of stuff happening. What are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. So um, number one, I think we're we're being intentional with our time. So for our our personal family, this time of year, 
it was actually a busy time for Kelsey. So she would actually be working late nights, um, but now we have her at home. So she's able to, you know, we make sure that dinner now is important because there was nights in the past where dinner would be missed by one of the, the, the parents or either her or I for something for work. Um, we make sure that we're all around the dinner table having dinner together, even if it's just a pause in work. Um, we make that, we're intentional about that. And just like you both have said, we've been intentional with our nights. Um, we set aside um, time to either watch a show together. We've partaken in the uh, virtual trivia and we've done a lot, uh, a lot more virtual hangouts with, with our, with our friends and, and some of our, our family members, which, you know, like Robert brought up, we should have been doing that a long time ago. There's, there's, yeah. Parts of this so far in the couple of weeks we've been in it where I've looked back and I was like, I feel more connected to other people that I haven't been in a long time using some of these virtual hangouts, um, you know, having fun with the virtual trivia. So um, that, that's been a really eye opening experience through all this. I had said to somebody the other day that I feel like at a time where we've we're so disconnected, we might not have ever been more connected. It, just, it really feels that way that this during this time of massive separation we might be more connected than ever before. And I do believe that in every adversity, there is a gift somewhere. And maybe the gift is that we've, you know, re, re, uh, we've remembered these relationships that are important to us and found ways that we can connect. So who knows what happens? Okay, so I, I want to, I guess, wrap up with this, which is, um, you know, who knows how long we're going to be in this current state. Um Based on the your experience the last three weeks or, or four weeks or however long it's been, um, what have you learned that moving forward you absolutely want to take with you, that this is something that's going to be a thing for you moving forward? And what have you experienced that you know isn't working that you want to change? Um, I know for our family, we, you know, the, one of the blessings is we kind of slowed down. You know, we were a family that... Every weekend was jam-packed. I have a, our son plays hockey, um, so he's already into sports. So we're, we're booked Friday, really Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and sometimes we have Sunday games. And when we didn't have a game, we would book a trip. We'd be over heading to Disney World. We're, we're always filling our schedule. So I think this, this time has really taught me and, and our family that um, it's okay to slow down. You know, we've really connected um, on a different level because we're, you know, we're with each other 24 seven right now. Um, so, so my, my, the good thing and the thing I would change is, is we would just slow down a little more, um, spend some, some more quality time at home. Um, you know, I, I've always thought that life was about experiences. And so I always wanted to experience many things, have my family experience many things, um, which is great. And I will continue to do that, but I think we'll add some more, some more downtime to our schedule moving forward, um, you know, in the post, you know, quarantine world. Yeah, I love it. I'd say we're the same, right? That, I mean, we're always doing something and it's been nice to just pause and relax. I agree with you, Robert. I was going to say, Scott, that's a, that's a wonderful point. It sort of makes you take stock of all of the things you've done. And like, I mean, if you ask me, what are the things that, uh, I, I asked my, my virtual hangout partners, like, what would you have been doing right now? You know, and, and sometimes the answer is, oh, I, you know, maybe we would have gone out to dinner tonight. But other times the answer is, well, we would have had ice skating today and then we had soccer on Saturday that we missed. And, it, you know, this is this is this opportunity. We've basically dropped extracurricular activities down to 
down to zero, down to nothing. And the question is, like, we can now ask ourselves with a few weeks worth of time, you know, well, which of those was the the really critical one? Which did we love doing? And which of those it turned out that weren't so important? You know, are we are we also kind of getting some of that some of that um, experience, energy, vibe? You know, just at home, anyways. You know, are we playing soccer with our kids? And you know, there's enough there. Um, yeah, that's a great point, Scott. Good stuff. Well, guys, I appreciate the two of you, Scott. I appreciate you asking the question today. Um, it's nice to hear your voices. I mean, Scott, you and I live five doors down from each other. We haven't seen yeah. each other in person for two weeks. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, it's nice to hear your voices. And, um, you know, we're, we are blessed men with, uh, great kids and great partners. And, um, and you know what, this won't be life forever. There is light at the end of the tunnel, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, well, thanks a lot for being on. Appreciate it very much. It was a long time coming and I'm glad we finally made it happen. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. I'm so thankful for those guys and thankful for that conversation. And, And I'm sure you're having those conversations too. If not, check in. Check in with your people. Check in with your friends. Check in with your family. Check in with your neighbors. Just ask how they're doing. It's nice to have a talk because it is. It's a different time. I want to thank you for listening to this conversation and for seeing Positively Dad as a resource for you. You know, I got a message the other day that we were the number 63 parenting podcast in the United States last week. And, um, you know, for something we just started a year ago that comes from you sharing it with others, um, that's, that's just amazing. I'm blown away by that. So thank you. If you like it, share this with somebody um, who, who might need to hear it. Maybe you'd like to be on the show. I'd love to talk with you as well. Rate, review, and subscribe. We love five stars. And and if you subscribe, you never miss an episode. And then finally, we love to connect with you online. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search at Positively Dad and you'll find us. That's it. Thanks for listening. Talk to you Monday. Have a good one. Bye-bye.